curious about vegetarian keto? In today's episode, I'm going to talk about my experience of doing vegetarian keto and the results that I got from it. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Welcome back to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. I'm your host, Lesha. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about my vegetarian keto experiment. Before I get into that, I wanted to invite you to a free live masterclass that I am going to be hosting September 15th called The Best Way to Lose Fat. If you've been struggling with your weight loss journey, confused about all the misinformation out there, because come on, left and right, we hear all different contradicting things. I invite you to join me in this training where I would teach you the best way to lose fat. All right, so go ahead and go to bsbtribe.com forward slash workshop to save your seat to that. Seats are limited. This is a free masterclass and all of my free workshops fill up really quickly. So make sure you save your seat and I'll see you there. All right, so I'm going to talk about what I learned from doing vegetarian keto. But before I do that, I'm going to tell you why did I do vegetarian keto? Because most of you that have been following me for a long time, you know that I am not vegetarian and that I do not promote vegetarian. I have nothing against eating vegetarian. I just don't think that it's the best way of eating for someone like me. But the reason why I decided to give it a try was because of one main thing, and that is estrogen dominance. So recently, I discovered that I have high estrogen levels. So if you've been following me, again, you know my journey. In the last year, I've been dealing with a lot of health issues, trying to figure out what the heck is really wrong with me. So it was just from overwhelming stress, lifestyle situations, I had gained 20 pounds and I didn't know why, even though I was still eating clean keto and working out and all the things. And after going through numerous of tests, I found out that I had some issues with my gut. I also had high cortisol, which I kind of figured I did. And then at first I thought I had thyroid issues. Turns out that I don't have thyroid issues. I for sure have adrenal fatigue, even though that's not technically a medical diagnosis. And then um, I really, I switched to a naturopath that made me do testing of my hormones on specific days of my period. And based on that testing, it showed that my estrogen level is high compared to my progesterone. So they take, it's a ratio. It's not just looking at estrogen. You have to look at progesterone. Anyway, estrogen dominance. So the thing about estrogen dominance is that if you eat too much meat, especially conventional meat and red meat, it makes it worse. And here's the thing. I do eat a lot of conventional meat. I'd love to say that I'm all grass-fed, pasture-raised, all the things, but I'm not. Simply because A, it's expensive and B, it's very hard to come by, especially nowadays with COVID and all the things. It's really hard for me to find the food that I used to buy. Honestly, I don't know why, but it just is. And my husband doesn't like the taste of grass-fed meat. I don't know why. 
It's so weird. But when I buy it, he doesn't want to eat it. So it's like me and then just buying it for myself. Anyway, those are all excuses, but I do eat and I have eaten a lot of conventional meat. And with conventional meat, most of the cows, they are pumped with antibiotics and hormones. So, you know, people say all the time, you are what you eat. I say you are what you eat eats. Okay, I think that's way more important than you just are what you eat. So you have to look at what are you eating and what did that thing eat, especially when it comes to animals. So estrogen dominance, I decided instead of just trying to find all the grass-fed pasture rays, all the things, protein, that I would do a vegetarian keto-based diet. Now, I did break my own rule and I only did it for three weeks. So inside BSB Tribe, I teach this to my clients and I, I say it all the time. If you're going to try a new way of eating, at least give it three months to see how it works for you. So a couple of things, honestly, I did not want to do vegetarian keto for three months just because that does not sound enjoyable to me. So if you are not doing something that is enjoyable, it's going to be very hard for you to sustain it. And another reason was that we were going to go to Michigan um, after the three weeks and I was not going to be vegetarian keto in Michigan. So I did it for three weeks. So it wasn't really a long enough time for me to really see the differences, I'd say, long term of the effects of doing vegetarian keto. And, you know, it would have been much better if I tested before and tested after and all the things. But I did learn a few things from doing vegetarian keto that I want to talk about today for those of you that are curious about it, for those of you that maybe have problems with estrogen and you want to kind of cut out meat and just give your body a break from all of that stuff. So the number one thing that I learned is that it is hard to do vegetarian keto, but it is doable. All right, so keto is the type of diet that is very protein heavy, like the big, a big premise of keto is eating protein. And if you're eliminating that food group, all you have left is pretty much vegetables and fats. And so when you're thinking about making meals, I had to be very creative of what I was eating. And it felt like it took way more prep work than normal keto does. And I had to go above and beyond to find products that I normally wouldn't consume, such as tempeh. So tempeh is tofu, uh, unfermented or fermented. I'm not sure. I always get those confused. So don't judge me if I said it wrong. Type of tofu. And it, it's better than than because it's non-GMO. And so that was kind of like my meat replacement. And by itself, it's pretty bland. So you have to kind of cook it and, and add a lot of spices and seasonings to make it palatable. And I kind of got tired of it. It has a lot of fiber in it. So that's the good thing. And also when you're doing vegetarian keto, I found it really hard to do total carbs. So I'm used to total carbs. That's what works best for me as far as weight loss goals. That's how I know exactly how many carbs I'm consuming. When you're doing vegetarian keto, it's really hard to stick to a lower amount of total carbs because all of the vegetarian options are high in fiber. So you'd probably want to do net carbs or else it's just going to be very frustrating for you. So it is definitely difficult to do vegetarian keto in my opinion 
but it is doable. I just, again, I didn't really get that creative. Most of my meals were vegetables cooked in ghee or coconut oil, tempeh and like sauerkraut. And then I did have eggs. I don't know if that's technically vegetarian or not. I think it is. But again, it's like I can't just eat eggs at every meal either. So it will get like boring, right? I don't, I mean, I'm sure people get really creative with it if they do this, but I just don't think that vegetarian keto is sustainable personally. So that's the first thing that I learned. It's hard, but it's doable. I think it's doable for like a month. And then after that, I feel like I'd get bored. So the second thing that I discovered is I definitely increased my fiber intake, which was a good thing. So this is the one beef that I have, no pun intended, about keto. It's not very focused on getting fiber. Now, you know, some people can argue and say like, oh, I get a lot of fiber on keto. And I would say, really, like, let me know what you're eating and how much of it and how many carbs are you counting and is your goal ketosis? Because if your goal is ketosis, it's really hard to get enough fiber in because my goal for like a good number for fiber would be like 45 grams. And if you're counting total carbs, or even if you're calling net carbs, vegetables have lots of fiber, but they also do contain carbs. And then the other foods that have fiber that you can eat on keto are things like chia seeds and flax seeds and hemp hearts and stuff like that. And there's only so much that you could do with those and so much that you could eat that again, they still have a high carb content. So if you're trying to be maintain ketosis for if you have a medical reason to do that, it's very hard to kind of balance out that fiber issue. But when I was doing vegetarian keto, because I wasn't eating protein, because I wasn't really eating dairy, so I didn't have the carbs from that. And technically protein doesn't have carbs, but I did notice because I switched to net carbs, I did allow myself to have more fiber, which really helped pooping, honestly, to be real. And that's what I think is like, I'm really switching over my shift to, to focus a lot on fiber because pooping is a way that you could eliminate toxins, especially extra estrogen in your body. So the more you poop, the more you eliminate that estrogen. So if you have a problem going number two, I love how I say pooping, but then I get all official and say number two. If you have a problem pooping, you really need to start focusing on your fiber. If you've been constipated or you have issues with hormones and pooping, then I would say like forget trying to be in like strict ketosis and really switch to just eating low carb, but really hone in on your fiber. Because I will say, when I was experimenting with a slow carb diet, which allows for beans um, and um, other things minus fruit, I did poop way more. And, and it was just, I noticed that like big difference between keto and other ways, again, because of the fiber. Now I do have a pancake recipe that I love to do that's on my blog, EP Fit Explore. They're flax pancakes and they have flax meal in them 
and they have uh, a lot of fiber and those are really great. So honestly, I'm going to start eating those for breakfast most of the time just to up my fiber because I notice that is what I've really been lacking over like these five years of doing keto. And also fiber is very important to the gut. And I think that might be one reason why long-term keto might not be as great on the gut, just because if you're not focusing on getting enough fiber, you might have, you might lack that fiber inside your gut. But I will say with vegetarian, because you're limited to what you eat, you're going to get creative with all the vegetables and the, you know, the vegetarian meat substitutes, such as tofu and tempeh and all those things, you do increase your fiber, which is a great thing. All right. Now, third thing, I did not see a change in my weight loss, right? I know a lot of people are probably thinking like, oh my gosh, she's doing vegetarian. She's probably gonna lose so much weight. Eh, No guys, nope, 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 nope. Didn't really lose any weight. I just love that like, we've been conditioned to think that vegetarian is like this healthy way of eating or vegan. And it's like the best human diet because it's plant-based, meaning that it should make you healthy and skinny and all the things. Guys, no, that's not how it works. Did not lose weight. So yeah, it was three weeks, but you know, three weeks of sticking to a new plan. If when I switch over to something, if there would be weight loss, there would be weight loss and I would notice it didn't really notice it compared to keto and other things that I've tried. All right. So number four, here's the thing. Eating vegetarian keto, I struggled feeling full. Yes, I would add fats and I ate a lot of vegetables and all the things, but I just did not feel full after my meals. And the problem with not feeling full is that you get hungrier quicker And you're kind of always thinking about food throughout the day and you feel like all you want to do is eat and then you start getting deprived. And then that diet mindset comes, you know, coming in like you feel restricted and you start, why am I doing this? I'm so hungry type of thing. So I don't know what my problem was, but I just felt like everything that I ate, I was still really hungry after. And that kind of sucked. Like for me, I that sucked. And then the fifth thing that I learned was that it is pretty tough to train hard while doing vegetarian keto. Now I know there's athletes out there that are vegetarian and maybe even keto. I don't know that maybe are extreme athletes and and they have no problem. But for me, my body and the way I am, strength training was rough. Like I felt like I had no energy and no strength. And that's the thing that goes back to the protein, not getting enough protein. There's only so much tempeh that I could eat. And there's not a lot of protein in broccoli, contrary to the popular beliefs of what vegans say on Instagram. All right. Protein from meats is the most bioavailable. It is the best kind of protein that you're ever going to get. And there's just no replacing it. I'm sorry. No beyond meat, crap, diarrhea, you know, fake meat is going to replace real protein from animal products. So all in all, I would not recommend a vegetarian keto approach. If you want to do vegetarian, I would suggest that you do something like slow carb where you still 
have foods such as um, beans, lentils, black beans, stuff like that. You might include some sweet potatoes, some starchier vegetables. If you just want to take a break from eating meat, if like you truly have problems with your hormones and you eat way too much conventional meat and you want to take a break from that, I wouldn't necessarily do keto. I would do slow carbs. It was just very hard to sustain I never felt full and it really didn't make a big difference for me. Now, I know there's people out there that do vegetarian keto and they love it and I'm sure they're thriving on it and doing great. I just don't think it's for me. I don't think that keto is, you know, I think like vegetarian, it is, it's its own category and the vegetarian keto is not really, it just doesn't make sense to me why someone would want to do vegetarian keto. But that's my personal opinion, right? You're a grown woman. You can do whatever the heck you want. So just to wrap up, the reason why I tried vegetarian keto was because I have estrogen dominance and I wanted to decrease estrogen from conventional meat products that are filled with hormones, all right? I wanted to give my body a break, kind of remove that extra toxins. Things that I learned from doing vegetarian keto, it's hard but it's doable. Definitely increased my fiber intake and kind of shifted my mindset to pay more attention to the amount of fiber that I'm eating now. I did not see a change in weight loss. Sorry, ladies. I did not feel as full and it was hard to train tough. Okay. So That's all I have for today. Today's a short one. Don't forget to sign up for that free masterclass, How to Lose Fat, the best way to lose fat, all right? We're gonna be doing that September 15th. I'll see you there live. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.